Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles Pickles and Homefield Apparel. A quick word on Homefield Apparel. Homefield is a premium licensed collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that features incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Which Cecil, I don't know if you saw this. They just launched George Washington this week, and they have a a T-shirt that has George Washington dribbling a basketball. I might, I might actually. You know, this this T-shirt, which you probably remember, I think it was George, George Washington came to Tuscaloosa and played. Absolutely, absolutely. I think they might have come come another time too. Yeah. Anyway, use the promo code Bama Beat for twenty um, percent off your first purchase at HomeFieldApparel.com. Cecil, how we doing? Uh, good, good, hanging in there. Um, it's a uh, it was a strange week of basketball. I thought it was. We actually haven't podcasted in almost in almost two weeks, and this is actually you're getting your experience. The listeners are getting your experience a first in terms of Bama Beat podcast history. This is the first time I've ever recorded one at night. We're uh, under the lights. Yeah, we're, yeah under- we're under the lights. We're recording this on Monday night um, as Diesel prepares to go to uh, Fayetteville for. We'll get to it, but what one of the biggest Alabama basketball games in a very very long time. So. The last time that we podcasted was before the Georgia game, which feels like a long, long time ago. Uh, but Alabama wins 115 to 82. Al- Alabama's offensive numbers were just sick in this game. That average uh, 1.4 points per possession, which is just like incredible. Um, and held and did a good job against Georgia. They scored 82 points, but held them to only one point per possession. It was a, it was a fun right. game, it, up and down game, and and you know Alabama. It was really, yeah, Alabama was comfortably ahead most of the time, but uh, kind of really blew it open in the last 12 minutes or so. Right. Um, making shots and, and, you know, shot 60% from three and, and um, everybody was, you know, it seemed like, what, five guys in double figures and mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, it was a everybody getting a part of it. It was a 13-point game and a half um, with 16 minutes left. It was a 12-point game. So, like, it wasn't like Alabama just, like, beat the crap out of them for the entire time. It was really late that Alabama pulled away. Um, yeah, just a lot of guys uh, played well. You had uh, Herb had his highest, his career high with 21 points. Primo had 19. Shaq had 18. Uh, JT had 13. And Quinterly was 16. Um, yeah. And then Darius Miles had seven, two of which were pretty loud. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. That, so uh, that, that was but, that was that was pretty fun. It ended up being Sports Center. Uh, I think it was number two. I think on, I think Alabama Center. had the ball with two seconds left too, and he was going for another one. Oh, he was, he was totally going. He was, yeah, he was going hunting. <laughs> he was looking at the rim. He, yeah, he wasn't looking yeah. at any teammates or anybody else. He was looking at the rim. Right, right. Um, 
So, yeah, a good performance from Alabama. Um, and we talked in the last podcast about how we thought it was, it was quite possible that Alabama would not end up playing the Texas A&M game. We thought it would be because of COVID, but ended up not being because of COVID, ended up being because of um, the weather situation in, in Texas. I mean, up the day before the game, um, you know, they, well, they initially push it back to Thursday. It's supposed to be a Wednesday night or Tuesday night. When was it supposed to be? It was initially going to be Wednesday, right? And they okay. pushed it to Thursday. Okay. They pushed it back to Thursday. Um, Reed Arena at, at Texas A&M is actually like it's a warming station for people. Um, and you're, they were supposed to, you know, try to play a basketball game at two o'clock. Uh, it just wouldn't wouldn't have looked good doing that, having to kick people out so they can play a basketball game. Um, and it was and just know, nothing was ever certain whether you could fly into College Station or whether you're going to have to bus from. Houston and how those roads were, and so nothing was good about it. And it wouldn't have been fair to Alabama because you get out there, and who knows if you can get back. Um, and so you've got to play again, you know, played at noon on Saturday. Uh, just didn't make sense. Um, and also got the added benefit of, of giving our guys a little bit of a break. It did. Um and I think they need, you know, probably, certainly, probably made the difference for Bruner um, being able to to play on Saturday. Um, you know, the the one thing I think if they had played, Alabama probably would have would have been heavily favored and probably would have won. And it'd be nice to have that one more SEC win already up on the board um, for a variety of reasons, but. We'll just have to see how that shakes out. But I will say that no matter what, it would I don't think it would have been a very enjoyable basketball game for Alabama yeah. fans just because of the, the, uh, the style that uh, A&M plays. Like, that's yeah, what it, like, yeah, and I'm it would have been really – who, who, who knows, uh, as tough as the travel would have been and so forth, um, who knows what shape you'd have been in when you came back for Vanderbilt, who's tough exactly. enough for us. Exactly. So, you, know, you can't – it, it's hard to – it's hard to play those those things, you know, that alter the space time continuum. Unless you're in an Avengers movie, it's tough to tough to play those things out. Uh, but they did the, play Vanderbilt. Uh, and the SEC used to do the Thursday Friday play it on Thursday night, turn around and play again on Saturday. They did that for a couple of years. Um, yeah, that's get a that super Thursday super night TV. Super, super tough thing to do, and I'm I'm still pissed off about this. And I'll go ahead and get on my soapbox real quick. Um, in 2012, Alabama had to play on a Thursday night in Tuscaloosa against Vanderbilt, which we lost that game. I think it might it was in January, I think, and then promptly had to go to Rupp and play on at noon on Saturday. Whereas right. Kentucky had played on Tuesday of that week, so they had two additional days of rest. Ended up going up to Rupp and on and playing them tight. I mean, it was a good game. Um, hey, I was, when that schedule came out, I still remember in 2012, I was pissed as hell. So mad. <laughs> anyway, anyway though, so Bama plays, uh, plays Vanderbilt, um, comes out with a, a 82-78 win. Vanderbilt had the lead the majority early, um, which I don't know how much I had to do with, I, I, which I think it was really cool that Oates started all the senior, every senior that he could. He started five seniors. He got Tyler Barnes a, a start. Um, mm-hmm. thought that thought that was pretty cool. I really wish that three would have gone in for Tyler. That would have been that would have been nice. 
but he got yeah. a rebound, so he, at least he got something out of it. Um, yeah, I, I so, think that might have had some impact. Also, for their their top three guys for Vanderbilt, DeSue, Pippen, and Evans, they're, they they could play they play anywhere um, right. in this league. So um, they score, you know, they handle. Uh, DeSue had a double double. Um, 17 and 15 double-double. That's a 15 double-double is nice. Um, so uh, Alabama just kind of found a way. If you had told me that Shaq had to score 27 points to win and he was going to go one, one, one for three. nine from three, I would have said, well, then you can't win. You know, he's not. And this was a situation where he's not Alabama get shot 27 points. Right, right. Um, this is a situation where Alabama shot 10 point or 11 points uh, percentage points worse than their season average from three. Meanwhile, Vanderbilt shoots 10. They're not a great shooting team. They shoot 10 points, 10 percentage points better than they normally shoot. Um, so that obviously had something to do with it. Vandy was 10 of 23 from three, and it seemed like they were just making every damn thing in the first half. Um, Alabama was 10 of 39. Uh, yeah, it was just those yeah, three but- guys were just, they, I mean, uh, Pippen Jr. had 24, Evans had 18, DeSue had 17. Um, and it, it, I mean, that was where they got everything from. The, and, and hung in there. The guy for Alabama who, who the one bright spot in three-point shooting, I thought they were th- big threes, were Javon Quinterly, who, who mm-hmm. went three for six, including yeah. a just absolute, <laughs> in the last, right at about the two-minute mark, just a no conscious three, just no right. conscience whatsoever. When he when he released it, I was like, Ugh. I was I was not too sure about the shot, and then it went in. So, yeah, because because if you watch the replay on the SEC network, they're talking, well, it'll be interesting to see how they play this. Oh, here, yeah, <laughs> and he's launched that three, and I think the league goes from three to six on right. that shot, and um, so. Uh, he came through. John Petty, one for seven, but you know he did did some other things. His defense was good. And Oates made sure to to, to mention that. Yeah, um, Herb um, foul trouble, and it's it, got him I'm too not, much foul trouble, man. He just he just you know he, he, Oates on his radio show tonight was talking about how Herb's just too valuable to do that, you know. Right, and it, and it's always like tiki tack stuff, like well, like he got the fourth one. On you know he missed a shot and he's probably frustrated and trying to get the offensive rebound and then from I, I thought I'd have to go back and and calibrate the tape but somewhere around the fourteen fifteen minute mark uh, Pat Adams just skidded off the road in terms right. of having control of that game and that's not I'm not blaming him for Herb fouling out. Um, but you're right. Yes. Did not think it was a very well officiated game. Like uh, you said, Adams uh, did lose control a little bit. Um, both and, benches got teed up, and um, that's kind of a sign that things aren't very good. I thought Rob Rourke was really, really bad. Um, Rob Rourke was I, who made yeah. the calls that ended up getting both coaches teed up. But also, right. Pat was pretty bad. I thought Byron, Byron Gerald. I didn't think was terrible. Uh, but Pat did not have a great day. But I thought Rob Rourke was the worst one. And Rob um, Gordon, he hadn't been in the league that long, has a little bit of a thin skin, and he ends up being the one who tees up both uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Nate Oates. 
And Oates wouldn't wouldn't stop it either. I was worried Oates was going to get. Not touched. on that play, you know. There's a lot of contact. I thought. Uh, yeah. Know. It happened right in front of me. There was a lot of contact. So. so. Um, yeah, right in front of me too. We were right around the. They corner. were kind of close like to each other. Um, Elliot, you know, with Herb only playing 19 minutes, you kind of had to get some some minutes from other places. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think Primo played great. Um, you had five points, two rebounds. I didn't. Didn't really turn. I, I will say a bright spot for this game was that, considering all the possessions Alabama played, only turned the ball over nine times. So, like, did take care of the basketball pretty well. Let, let um, me let me throw out one more thing that people overlook. Keon Ellis had nine rebounds in that game. Yeah. Yep. You know, and and he scored eight points. Um. But I mean, he—he he was. I thought his minutes were really good. I thought his minutes were good. And then let's four of them were offensive, also. Yeah, yeah. And and let's get to the probably the the most important storyline was Bruner um, coming back, playing could nineteen tell, minutes. Could tell he did not look one hundred percent. Was a little ginger. But the fact that he's able to come back and play at this point, I don't, I don't think that many people expected that to happen. I mean, uh, from what we had heard over the last week or so, and I did think that there were a few rebounds that Bruner got that, like, we're just not, we're not going to get them without him. He, he's just kind of a different level of big. And, and he just makes smart plays, you know, gets the ball to the right place. Um, moves the ball, and yeah, you know, not a hundred percent perfect by any stretch, but um, you know, knows what he's doing out there. Uh, got some rebounds. Only scores one Correct. point, but gets six boards in nineteen minutes. Yeah, and and you know, defends well and, and moves moves the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's and, and the ball movement was fine. I thought. You know, a couple of exceptions I could think of, but uh, it wasn't terrible shot selection. I just didn't shoot it well. Right. Reese actually did shoot it pretty well, two of five. After that guy on Twitter during the game, like, why does Reese <laughs> ever shoot? And, like, he literally opened up the game with a three. Yeah. And then like, he one... missed a couple. And then ended up hitting a pretty big one in the second half, too. Yeah. So, so you, you have a, so an interesting. From one Saturday to the next, you shoot 60% from three. One one Saturday, you shoot 30% the next Saturday. I don't know if you wouldn't rather just have 45 and 45. But, yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, I didn't think the shot selection was especially worse in one than it was in the other. Right. Uh, you know, and that just shows you how three-point shooting can go sometimes. Right. And um, I think that one thing that was fortunate for this Alabama team is that how, they didn't. You know, they just didn't play great. They didn't. Shoot, they weren't. They weren't making shots. Did not. Was definitely not their best performance. But they did it against a team that they could win with that performance against. And there's probably you know, I, like Oates said, if you're playing Arkansas on Saturday, you're probably you're probably losing. Um, and probably so. Defense and based that, on the defense. He was talking about the defensive effort, performance. Right. Um, right. So you know they're so. Uh, they haven't lost an SEC game. Now they lost in the Big 12 Challenge to Oklahoma State. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, we got to take a break first before we, oh, before okay. we get into, before we get into Arkansas. Arkansas. All right, yeah. 
we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back in one moment with the uh, Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Wickles Pickles and Homefield Apparel. Welcome back to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought yeah, to you by Wickles Pickles. Let me, give one quick, let me give one quick plug. Um, okay. Look for this podcast. Listen to it on TideSports.com or TuscaloosaNews.com. Yeah, so we, we uh, that's well for it. us when you when you listen to it on the website, but just listen and please buy Wickles. That's the, the most important thing. But yeah, it, it, check it out when we post the link on the site. Um, real quick, a word on Wickles. Wickles, wickedly delicious pickles, relishes, okra, and much more. Wickles are proud to be Alabama-owned and made, using a family recipe 90 years in the making. From Saturday sandwiches to Christmas dinner, their secret recipe used to be reserved for family and friends who were lucky to get their hands on a jar. But since 1998, they've been bringing the sweet heat and bold and tangy recipes into your home. Learn more about them at wicklespickles.com and find them in your local store in the pickle aisle. Let's get wicked. As I was reading that ad read right there, I'm pretty proud of how my voice has bounced back. I'm going to tell three, three uh, baseball games this weekend and a basketball game with it was out too late on Saturday night. And so Sunday I was hurting a little bit from a voice perspective, but I think I've bounced back. Okay. Hopefully. Um, so Arkansas, uh, it's one of the biggest games, the biggest basketball games in a long time for this program. I mean, think about it in, in this context. Um, it doesn't guarantee this, but it, it puts you in a position to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. If you win, right. get a quad one win on the road, um, then you, you need to finish up against Mississippi State and Auburn probably, but it's that kind of game. It has that kind right. of influence aside from uh, what it would do in the SEC race, um, which would right. basically and basically clinch it. it you know, the, the it's a little confounding, but, but um, it would it would clinch at least a share and make Alabama right. the number one seed. Mm-hmm. In the tournament, so after that, you know, you get in, you you could get into a hypothetical mathematical situation with LSU, but you know, just go on and win the next game, and then all of that goes away. So, right, and you know, Arkansas's been but, playing but, really, but, really well. But but all those stakes, think of. I was stunned too by a, a thing I saw on their um, Razorback Twitter. This is the first. Top 25 matchup, both teams in the top 25 in Fayetteville since 1998. And I never would have believed that. I wouldn't have either because you would have thought that Kentucky would have gone up there. Yeah, when, you, you'd have thought Arkansas were... had been okay, you know, not bad. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about it. When's the last time that they were a top 25 team? It's, you know, I'm, I'm sure they one, have been since 1998. Yeah, but, but during, you know, but, late in the year, the SEC season, maybe. Uh, maybe the Stan Heath team that lost to Bucknell in the NCAA tournament. Remember that? I think that was 06. Um, yeah, that was maybe 06. They, they, were, were eight, they were an eight seed. So they, I mean, they probably. No, they the probably weren't a top 25 team. Um, the, but yeah, the you closest would say, they've been, 2015, you would, they were a five seed um, and finished in Ken Palm at 29th. So maybe at some point. Yeah, but I just don't. But but I think they um, only drew Kentucky one time, and it was in Lexington that year. And, That's right. It was into the season. And and that you was, know, 15 wasn't great that year. Wasn't so great that year. Was gonna, so didn't nobody else was going to be ranked. Florida's okay. Um, 
But, I mean, Kentucky was the number one team in the country, but mm-hmm. uh, I think they played them in um, Fayetteville that year. So, I mean, excuse me, in Lexington that year. They did. Um, so that, but but still 22 years, you think of what they were, you know, I can still see those Nolan Richardson teams and those those games with Wimps teams uh, in my mind clear as a bell, you know, and, and so you think how good they were, just that, that statistic just amazed me, but yeah, I, I guess you're right, you know, they hadn't, what, what little they've been in there, um, you know, with, I guess, the Mike Anderson teams that they had, you know, but they hadn't been, they've had some pretty good teams, but they hadn't been Never top great. 25 type teams. And, yeah, they, um, yeah, but that's still, that uh, that startled me. Um, and they haven't, and I'm looking at it, they haven't finished in the top 25 of Kim Palm since 1998. So it adds there up. There you go. There you have it. Right. There you have it. Plus, you'd have to draw the right, you know, you'd have to draw Kentucky or Florida in the right year. Um, but I was, or, I was, or in this case, Alabama coming to town, or or Alabama coming to town. Yeah. So I was, right. I was amazed at that um, statistic. But they've gotten into the top twenty-five by winning seven straight SEC games. They did lose uh, in a, a no disgrace loss, as far as I'm concerned. In, against Oklahoma State and Stillwater. Right. It would have been nice for the SEC to win that one, but you know, it would have been nice for Alabama to go out there and beat Oklahoma, too. Those were just tough road games. Stillwater and Norman are just right. tough road games. Um, um, so. But they, I mean, we talked about them the first before the first podcast. Don't expect Alabama to come out and, and win like that again. That was a, a pretty special day for uh hold, holding them to 59 it'll be difficult i would say um again you know mississippi state held them to 61 but as we've talked about before they state don't play don't fast. It up, slow it down yeah. and they lost about 16 points you know they, they arkansas won 61 to 45 but uh, you know they're generally since that alabama game they've been between 75, 80, 85. Um, even, yeah, even the loss, they scored 77. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so, and, and it's not just Moody, and I would, I would think, um, not going to score any more than he did in Tuscaloosa. It's the other guys. Um, that you are gonna, stop Note, Desi Seals. Um, yeah. I mean, they're nine Tate. deep. They're nine deep. You know, one of them, Vanover, kind of changes the game when he comes in. And he's been um, playing well lately, but I still don't know how, like, I, this is not a good matchup for him. He's a, you know, they're not, I mean, he is playing much better. Um, he's still a change of pace guy to me for them. Right. Um, you know, he's, he's 15 minutes a game. Now, with that said, um, you know, he really made a difference. Their last game was against Florida because they got, <laughs> you know they got um, COVIDed out of a game too. Um, so yeah, now um, it was the COVID game was with supposed to be Texas A&M, right? Right. Yeah. How was yeah. everybody in College Station like? How has everybody on that team not already had COVID? Like they yeah. had they haven't played a game in a month. Uh, I don't don't ask me, and and I don't know all their situation, but I thought 
I thought Vanover against Florida did a good job of, of not stopping Castleton, but keeping Castleton, you know, and Vanover played 17 minutes. He's not going to play. He's not play more than 15, 20. 15, you know, 20 at the max, but he, he's, he's a different look. You know, he changes things in there. He's going to block a couple. He's going to change a couple. Uh, now, you know, you can exploit him if he can't get out and cover somebody. And that's the thing with, a, with our kind of five out. And if Bruner is, you know, healthy, it's that's a tough ask for Connor Vanover to go out and guard Bruner on the perimeter. Yeah, but but Arkansas's gotten better offensively. They've gotten better defensively. Uh, they've generally been a good rebounding team. Uh so, you know, the, their chemistry is coming around. They've got a, you know, they play three freshmen. They've got transfers. Vanover's a transfer. Um, you know, the, the Justin Smith's a transfer. Um, so, um, no, I guess Justin Smith's not a transfer. Right? No, he is. He was in Indiana. He was. He was in Indiana. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, so, so probably taking some time to get their chemistry, but they're, you know, they can go eight, nine deep. And I think the best case that, that people are looking at, their tempo isn't quite what Alabama is, but it's, it's uh, you know, it's a reasonably fast <laughs> tempo. It's up there. Um, they're 38th in offensive efficiency um, and 20th in defense. So yeah, a little bit better well, defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Get they get their shots up quick offensively mm-hmm. and defensively, but they get their shots up quick, fifteen point nine seconds. Uh, so it's going to be a it's going to be a tough game um, for sure. One thing I was sure. going to go back to what we were talking about. What was what was Texas A and M telling Alabama on that Thursday? I mean, what do you when, mean? Like thinking they were going to be able to play when they? What what if you'd flown out there, gone through all that, you know, played a two o'clock game and did they have no COVID issues on Thursday and then have a bang game on Saturday and another one on Tuesday that I don't think has even been postponed. I think they just banged it with Kentucky. You know, Alabama gets in there and goes through all that and plays them and is in contact tracing for two weeks. You know, Uh, I, I, I don't know how much it would really affect Alabama at this point. I'm not saying anything other than that. I think we would be okay in that in that scenario. Um, but yeah, it's just like making the team even just make us making us have to travel out there and then just not be able to play. Um, yeah, it just sounds like doesn't they probably just need to like you know, they're not they're not playing for anything really at this point. They might just want to shut it all down. Um, they might. And, yeah. They might. Um, they, they, yeah, they, could, they could be like Auburn, who is also not playing in SEC basketball yeah, tournament. I am not being a, a worst case, you know, something bad always happens person. A&M hadn't played since January the 30th. Right. And and they're not supposed to play. They're supposed to play at Missouri on Saturday. We'll see if that one gets played. Um, but they've missed, because what, what should it be now? 15, you should be on your 15th conference game. Mm-hmm. And you know they're on their eighth, so they've missed seven games. Um, 
they can't possibly make them all up. So what if you're in a scenario which would would involve losing some games you shouldn't lose? I'm not I'm not either predicting that or I'm just thinking ahead. Um, where you get to to a situation where um, you're one game ahead of LSU and say 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 Alabama's fourteen and three and LSU's thirteen and four. And LSU says, well, we can win the championship. We want to play for the championship. And A and M isn't going to play. You know, A and M's right. not playing. So then you have to start picking who who the opponent is. Right. Uh, well, the you know if they give Alabama a road game, you know it, it's one thing to send them to to. But you know what? What if they send them to Ole Miss and send? LSU to Vanderbilt, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's who, well, that's actually who. That's technically right now. That's who they, they actually close with Vanderbilt at home. Yeah, so they wouldn't. Does. They wouldn't have that as their 18th game. But you know, South Carolina or somebody, you know, who, could who send them to Georgia. Yeah, could send them to Georgia. Could have them at home. I'm not sure what their mm-hmm. home away breakdown is. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I guess if if you were on the other side of that, uh, you know, and again, what you'd have to do is just go out and beat A and M. But um, you know, it's an extra game you've got to play, so it, it could get really tangled. Alabama can untangle it by beating Arkansas. Untangle a lot of it by right. beating Arkansas, right. and then beating State, and beating Auburn. You know, it's it's a non-factor. If if Alabama were to win out. Just another reason why this game is important. I can't even see why. Why would you make them play an 18th game? Yeah, I don't, they would. I don't think in that scenario they would. There's, there would be no sense in it. You, you, you can only do damage to yourself. I would hope that the league would look at it as like we don't want to hurt our best team, our best team's resume. And the same reason, like there's no sense in like South Carolina playing that last week. And I mean, unless they want to, but like they're not going to make Alabama play South Carolina, a team who has really nothing to play for. Um, so, so yeah, hope, hopefully that we just end up not having to play that game. So, well, Cecil is heading to Fayetteville. I am not, I did think about it. I came, I came kind of close. I really did think about going up it's such a big game, but I'm going to save my days for hopefully Indianapolis. Um, see, so I might send a cooler with you so you can pick me up some ranch dressing from us. Pizza. <laughs> one of the great, stuff, one man. of the great places on Dixon street. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, stuff like crack. always, always something happening on Dixon Street. I'll promise you. <laughs> yes, I've had. They'll be, had they'll be pumped up now. They, they love basketball, and they'll be pumped up. It won't be full. Um, it won't be the running crazy. I don't think with the band and all of that. But, um, you know, they they've got to. Uh, they they got to feel like this is their biggest game in twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama, you can make the same argument. Um, so see what happens. That's that's why it's fun, though. That's I'm kind of kind of glad. Yeah, it's not going to be packed because me and you have both been up to Budweiser numerous times, and it is it is a loud place. The the, the arena is kind of the, the pit at New Mexico kind of inspired the design, um, and it's it's steep. The fans are right on you. Um, it's a cool place to watch a basketball game. It is. They get the band really into it. They, they mm-hmm. get the woo pig into it. And 
Um, so yeah, one one yeah, last I'm a, thing I'm before big, we close. I'm a big fan of uh, I'm a big fan of Boss Hog, their inflatable mascot. He goes out and shoots threes. Um, like they put the ball in his snout. And shoots like shoots like half court shots right, and stuff. Right. Ball assault is always fun to watch in ACC, at the SEC tournament. Right. Yeah. Um, it's one, a, one, one thing from Oates tonight: Jawan Gary was back at practice today. Right. And Jawan so he dressed. That. He dressed on Saturday and was going yeah. to layup lines. Obviously, he wasn't going to play. But you know, who knows? You could get this. To me, this is the type of game that if he's healthy, probably a game where he could help you some. Sure. Get in there and bang around and right. um, grab some rebounds and so forth. So, um, but again, it's it's a a big game. Alabama. I'll put it this way: Alabama has a cushion. You know, it's not a must-win game, uh, but you don't want to use the cushion. Right. Right. You, um, you, you, you put yourself in the situation. You'd love yeah. to just go ahead and take care of it. Just take care of business. I think that's what everybody wants to see out of this team. And, and again, you know, a, a quad one loss on the road isn't going to cripple you right. in terms of getting into the NCAA tournament. But a quad one win on the road really makes a statement. Makes a statement for a one seed. Um, Ken Palm predicts a 77-76 Alabama win. So it's that'll, a toss up. That'll, that'll, that'll um, put you in the uh, one foot in the grave, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure I would. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> mm. It's a night. I mean, a late night game too. I'm already just trying to figure out. Like, probably just need to watch this one at home with the cats. Probably don't need to go to session. And if I, if I get to session, I'll be six, uh, six old fashions deep with you know, ten minutes left. Probably not a good, good idea for me. Um, yeah, I'll probably just watch it at home with the girls. But safe yeah, travel, that's, Cecil. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. And if, yeah. if I don't. See you. Well, I, I'll probably see you tomorrow, but if I don't see you at a basketball event, um, I'll see you in Starkville. That's right. Hopefully. I do hope to go right over to Starkville on Saturday night. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening. Please leave us reviews. Um, this has been the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Wickles Pickles and Home Field Apparel. Please, please buy Wickles. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh – human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.